Exodus 31. Exodus 31 is our assignment for this morning. Last week, I think it's fitting. God always does stuff that blows our mind. Uh, Last week, we talked about God's priest. Uh, This week, as we get ready to step into a new work, I want to talk to you about God's workers. God's workers. You hear the words filled with the Spirit. What comes to your mind? This is a phrase, words that we've heard uh, over and over again in the last few uh, chapters of Exodus. And it's words that we'll hear again this morning. So for most of us, when we hear the words filled with the Spirit, what comes to mind are uh, uh, the somewhat taboo or is the somewhat taboo uh, uh, gift of tongues. For others, it's the more uh, demonstrative or power gifts, as some may call it, such as prophecy or uh, um, healing. Perhaps when you hear the words filled with the Spirit, perhaps uh, what comes to mind to you is uh, the working of miracles, like raising people from the dead. Would it surprise you, though, To know that being filled with the Spirit is not just applicable to uh, 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 those things that we might tag as the supernatural. That when it comes to being filled with the Spirit, that God can and does supernaturally empower our more natural abilities. And use them for His glory and for His purposes. Would you consider yourself to be filled with the Spirit? If the answer is yes, then I want to ask you to ask yourself, what does that look like? Because as we've talked about different things, healing, prophecy, working of miracles, tongues, all these things, if being filled with the Spirit carries with it some manner of manifestation, then how does the Spirit of God show up in your life? Throughout our time in Exodus, we've seen the supernatural from the burning bush to the snake-eating staff of Moses to the plagues that touched Egypt and not Israel. To the dramatic crossing of the Red Sea, we have seen God work in spectacular ways. But let us be reminded that our God is not limited. Amen. That the same God that created the sun also created the mustard seed. That he is equally sovereign over the super and the natural. And that his calling of us to labor is an invitation for the meeting of those two. As we look at our text this morning, I pray that our hearts are encouraged by this truth. That God graciously calls and appoints everyday people like you and me and empowers them to do the extraordinary through seemingly ordinary things. I hope to encourage our hearts in this truth in this way. Number one, by acknowledging that all calling, all gifting, all ability comes from God. By accepting that God gives all men ability and by asking what are you doing? with the ability that God has given you. Amen? Look with me at Exodus 31, verses 1 through 11. Excuse me. 
Exodus 31, beginning with verse 1, hear the words of the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, see, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the spirit of God, with ability and intelligence, with knowledge and all craftsmanship, to devise artistic designs, to work in gold, silver, and bronze, in cutting stones for setting and in carving wood, to work in every craft. And behold, I have appointed with him Aholiab, the son of Ahissamach, of the tribe of Dan. And I have given to all men ability, excuse me, I have given to all able men ability, that they may make all that I have commanded you, the tent of meeting and the ark of the testimony and the mercy seat that is on it and all the finishings of the tent, the table and its utensils and the pure lampstand with all its utensils and the altar of incense and the altar of uh, burnt offering with all its utensils and the basin and its stand and the finely worked garments, the holy garments for Aaron the priest and the garments of his sons for their service as priests and the anointing oil and the fragrant incense for the holy place according to all that I have commanded you, they shall do. In our text this morning, we see God calling Bezalel to make artistic designs for the tabernacle. We see the Lord filling him with the spirit of God, with wisdom and with knowledge and understanding and all skills as it relates to craftsmanship. He can work with gold and with silver and with bronze. He can cut and set stones. He is skilled in woodwork and able to engage in all kinds of crafts. We see God appointing and giving special skills and talents to Aholiab to assist Bezalel. Together they and others, scripture says, in whose mind the Lord had put skill, according to Exodus Exodus 32 and 6, they have been given the ability to make all things, not just the tent of meeting, but the Ark of the Covenant and all of the other furnishings in the tent that we've talked about over the last few weeks. Even the sacred garments for Aaron and his son serving as priests were made by these men, Bezalel, Aholiab, and the other like-minded and similarly gifted craftsmen. They also made, according to scripture, the holy anointing oil for the most holy place. I want us to see how God is taking great care and orchestrating every detail from the monumental to the seemingly minuscule. I want us to see how the hand of God, uh, um, excuse me, in the miraculous deliverance of Moses from death, as in Exodus 1, we see uh, Pharaoh gives the order to kill, uh, or for the Hebrew midwives to kill every male child at the point of their their birth. I want us to see the hand of God in uh, uh, the child, the very child that was ordered to be killed is then raised in the house of the very man that gave the order to kill him. I want us to see the hand of God who gives this same Moses details, schematics, and measurements for the construction and design of all things associated with service to him as it relates to Israel in the wilderness. And I want us to see also the hand of God in choosing the who and the how men will serve him. 
So everything from the burning bush to the lampstand is the hand of God. Look with me again at verse 1, Exodus 31. The Lord said to Moses, again, God is orchestrating. All things are being done by his desire and by his design. Verse 2, see, I have called by name Bezalel. See implies that Moses, as he reviews uh, all the people and their abilities, he is instructed to recognize the gifts and abilities that the Lord has given. To be called by name is literally to be chosen. It points to the Lord's personal knowledge of every individual that he has assigned a role to, and he has assigned a role to everyone. If you're breathing, you have purpose. Amen. Verse 3, I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with ability and intelligence, with knowledge and all craftsmanship. The Spirit of God here is not merely a reference to talent. God is seen as the source of all skills. And by the work of the Spirit uh, or his Spirit within Bezalel, he has given him gifting beyond his natural ability. These men being filled with the Spirit indicates that their lives and their abilities have been submitted to God and are under the control of the Spirit so that they would design and work exactly how God required, exactly as he intended. God did not simply set a project in his hands, things that he called holy, He didn't simply set a project in in their hands, but rather he set their hands to his project and to ensure that all things would go exactly as he intended. We see this filling of the Spirit. Verse 6, And behold, I have appointed with him a holy ab who is also similarly gifted like Bezalel. So we see God speaking to Moses and showing Moses that uh, uh, he, speaking of God, has chosen these two men to labor in this very specific way. And we see that as God fills them with the spirit, along with his spirit, comes what? Ability, knowledge, skill. How often have we found ourselves making excuses For a while, we can't labor for God. And we're in good company. We're here in Exodus. We're talking uh, about Moses who also had excuses, right? When he was talking to God in the burning bush and he said, hey, who am I? You're talking about sending me to Pharaoh. Who am I to go to Pharaoh? God, who shall I say sent me? I don't even know your name. I don't speak well, God, even down to say, hey, just please send somebody else. So we're in good company as we make our excuses. But the problem, the problem isn't what God called us to. We're not being called as Moses to uh, go to Pharaoh to say, let this whole nation go. The problem certainly isn't God. Amen? Amen. Because he is holy and he is perfect and he is sovereign and he is all powerful. We typically struggle when it comes to labor for God for one of two reasons. 
The first is because we only look at our qualifications, our own resume. The Lord is only asking that we be willing. Exodus 36 and 2, then Moses summoned Bezalel and Aholiab and every skilled person to whom the Lord had given ability and who was willing to come and do the work. The Lord is asking us to be willing. And if we are willing, God says, going back to Exodus 31, I have called, I have filled, I have appointed, and I have given. All the labor starts and ends with him. The other reason we tend to struggle in laboring for God is because we look at what God is doing through others. Right? Have you been there? Can you imagine being Joshua? having come up and seen all that God did through Moses and God coming to you and saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, go arise over the Jordan, you and all this people into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. You are now the man, Joshua. Can you imagine? No wonder God had to tell him three times in the first nine verses of chapter one, be strong and courageous. I've heard God say that to myself. Imagine preaching behind Brian Crawford. Be strong and courageous. Amen. Whether it's Moses or Joshua or Elijah or Peter or Paul or Brian Crawford, we acknowledge that all calling, all gifting, and all ability comes from God. And to avoid the danger of comparing one gift to another, we accept our second point, that God has given all men ability. All of our giftings doesn't have to look the same. Amen. Exodus 31, the middle of verse 6, I believe it, um, it is. He says, I have given to all able men ability. All men are able because God gives all men ability. All men don't have the same ability because all men don't have the same call. Bezalel and Aholiab, I love these names in the Old Testament. No Chris's in the Old Testament. All men don't have the same ability because all men don't have the same call. These men who are doing the construction don't have the same call and gifting as Moses. And likewise, Moses doesn't have the same gifting and call as these men. And that's okay. If we're in a different church, I would say, turn to your neighbor and say, that's okay. But we are not that church. Amen. Romans 12, verses 3 through 8 says this. But by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. Hear God's words. For as in one body we have many members and the members do not all have the same function, so we... Though many are one body in Christ and individually members of another, having gifts that differ 
according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in, our, in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. So there's a measure of faith, a gifting, an ability that God has assigned to each based on where he has placed you in the body. And your gift can and will look differently based on the grace given to you based on your assignment. Who assigns the measure of faith? God does. Who gives the grace? God does. Who gives the assignment? God does. Our job is to, uh, or rather our God, our job, mercy, our job is not to try to measure up to what God is doing in someone else. Our job is simply to be willing and to be faithful in the measure of faith that God has given us. Verse 6 of Romans uh, saying, having gifts that differ. Romans 12, having gifts that differ, let us use them. Whatever that gift is, let us use them. We look and see in the text there's a variety of gifts. He talks about prophecy and serving and teaching and exhortation, generosity, leadership, mercy. I want us to also consider 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 11. Now, therefore, they are, there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. There's varieties of service, but the same Lord. There are variety of activities, but it's the same God who empowers them all in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom. To another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another the ability to distinguish between spirits. To another various kinds of tongues. To another the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit who apportions to each, each one individually as He wills, He being God, He being the Spirit. So, is there one gift? There's a variety of gifts, right? This is verse 4, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4. Who's giving and empowering the gifts? God, the Spirit, right? The same Spirit, the same Lord, the same God. That's verses four, five, and six. Who gets the gift? Everyone. Each and everyone. Verses six and seven. God empowers them and everyone. To each is given a manifestation of the Spirit. If the Spirit of God be in you, and if you are saved, you have confessed Jesus as your Lord, you are saved. The Spirit of God is in you. If the Spirit of God is in you, there should be a manifestation of that Spirit. Why? 
Verse 7, for the common good. It doesn't mean that all the gifts, I've, I've talked to some people and they got this verse very wrong. It doesn't mean that everybody will have a common gift. Everyone won't speak in tongues. Everyone won't prophesy. Everybody's not called to be the uh, apostle, pastor, prophet, evangelist, teacher. But there are acts of mercy. There are people who are gifted to be generous. People who are gifted in exhortation, who are are gifted to encourage others. Gifted in counseling. We have two in here who are gifted in counseling. The gift, verse 7 again, is for the common good. I want everybody to hear this. Your gift is not for you. Amen? Because your gift is not for you, you don't have the right to withhold it from the body. Amen? Your gift is not for you. The gift is for the body. Your gift isn't even yours. All ability comes from God, right? Your gift is the Lord's. Accept that God has given you ability and use it for his glory and for the common good of his body. Pastor Manny Cruz shares uh, this illustration on what it looks like for all of our gifts to come together when we're in one place. A group of Christians are having a home Bible study discussing spiritual gifts. What else would they be talking about, right? One member commented, I really don't understand how these different gifts can work together. At that moment, a woman accidentally dropped her cup, which broke and spilled coffee all over the floor. Each group member responded differently to the mishap. According to their spiritual gift, the teacher gave some advice. Next time, if you will put your cup on the coffee table, that won't happen. The administrator responded by organizing a cleanup committee. Bill, please go and find a mop. Sally, could you help him with the towel? Bill, who had the gift of service, hurried to get the mop. Sally, who had the gifts of help, followed Bill and said, I'll help you. The person with the gift of exhortation said, we all make mistakes, so don't let it get you down. The person with the gift of mercy put her arm around the woman, patted her hand and said, I feel so horribly for you. The person with the gift of giving exclaimed, I'll buy a new set of coffee mugs to replace the broken one. That, my brothers and sisters, is how spiritual gifts operate in the body. They all use their various gifts together to resolve the situation, and we need to do the same for the good of all. Life at City Light is about to look very different. For the first time in the life of our church, we're going to have a space of our own, a base of operations, as my dear brother called it, from which to share our gifts. This means new opportunities to serve, not just each other, but our city. New opportunities to live out our mission, to shine the light of Christ through, uh, in our city through the transformed lives of his people. New opportunities to walk in our values, especially those of emptying empowerment and, de- and dedicated disciple-making. All this to make the biggest 
possible impact, we're going to need every gift that God has given this church in operation. So I want to encourage and both challenge you as we look to close our time together this morning. Again, number one, to acknowledge that all gifting, all calling, all ability comes from God. To acknowledge that as labor falls to you, that you don't have to fear stepping out in your own uh, ability, on your own resume. You were created for the work he calls you to. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works with God prepared, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You, you wouldn't be doing anything that he hadn't created you for. You have been filled with the spirit that empowers you. 1 Corinthians 12, uh, 12 and 11, all these are empowered by the same spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills. Number two, I encourage and uh, uh, challenge you to accept that God has given all men ability. That it's okay if your gift doesn't look like someone else's. God is still in it. Amen. There are those that we regularly see here at City Light. Pastor Brian, myself, the praise team. People you regularly see and you see the fruit of their labor. But there are others who labor in the background that you never see without whose labor none of this would be possible. Their gifting is different but it's equally as important. Amen. Sunday after Sunday, we've come to this place and we've gathered in worship because someone ensured that the rent was paid and that the utilities were paid. Amen. By the Spirit of God, that's important. There's been a number of you who have labored uh, countless hours serving at the lighthouse. Brothers who have already moved, as Pastor Brian shared, almost everything in this building already. We thank God for their labors. Two final thoughts and we'll pray. To our City Light family, this body needs the gift that God has placed inside you. The city needs the gift that God has placed inside you. God only wants your willingness, not your perfection. And it's okay that your gift doesn't look like somebody else's. And so I want to leave you with the question, what are you doing with the gifting that God has given you? Amen. To my dear brother, our pastor, our beloved pastor, no one but Candy and God knows how many hours you spend working on behalf of this church. And we appreciate you for that. Um, but I heard this preacher once say, you know, God is not only speaking to you, he's also speaking to your help. So I want to encourage and challenge you that as God instructed Moses to look and see the Bezalels and the holy abs around him, I want to challenge you to see your help around you. From this point forward, there'll be too much for you to do, for you to continue to put your hands to as many things as you put your hands to. 
And so hearing, hearing that charge to him, the charge falls back to the rest of us as, as the Lord shows, because God is calling and appointing, right? And he, he went to Moses to say, see Aholiab and Bezalel, not to Bezalel and Aholiab and say, hey, go talk to Moses, right? So people will be coming to you and saying, hey, we need this. As God shows, we will come. As God calls, we will come. We need your gift. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. God, we thank you for this day that you have given.